0: Welcome to the Dog Show Show podcast, presented by the Staffordshire Volteria Society of New South Wales, and featuring Kim Reader. Oh, I always like, we always said to start laughing. This is good. Yeah. <laughs> uh, welcome to the, uh, the latest episode of the Dog Show Show. This is Adam, and here with Barb, and of course Kim Reader. And this week, we've got... Uh, another special guest i love our special guest recordings these are fantastic Uh, this week we've got uh, dean burwell all the way from where are you right now dean
1: i am actually in huntington west virginia
0: huntington west virginia what are you doing in huntington
1: west virginia we drove up for a dog show we're going to a dog show tomorrow oh
0: perfect in in our last episode we were talking about how it's a not so popular here in australia but a very american thing of like having an an RV or Winnebago, and driving to dog shows—is that what you're doing?
1: Actually, I am in an RV right now. Oh, it's heck? not a Winnebago.
0: It's not a Winnebago. Not a,
1: it's not a Winnebago, but we are—we we have an RV, and that's what we use to take. Because uh, when we go to the dog shows, we take all of our dogs with us. So, yeah. um, it's the whole crew goes with us. Wow!
2: How many dogs have you got, Dean?
1: <sighs> we have ten.
2: Wow! <laughs> how
1: how big is the RV? <laughs> it's thirty-one feet.
2: Wow! Oh, wow! Oh my gosh! So we we
1: have uh, we have three Bernese Mountain Dogs and seven Staffordshire Bull Terriers.
3: Wow!
2: Amazing! I love it.
0: Wow! <laughs> is there room for you? Like is
1: <laughs> <Yeah>.
2: <laughs> not a lot. <laughs> You got to sleep in the tent outside of the RV. <laughs> so the no, t- actually,
1: actually, my wife and I we do have a bed in the back. So, uh, <laughs> right. so the, the, the dogs get sort
0: of like right. You're not allowed in here. This is our space. You, you guys just stay in the front of the RV.
2: Yeah. yeah, that's cool.
0: I'd imagine you get some really weird looks. You know, just people you're heading down the highway. Someone looks across, and there's a Burmese Mountain Dog sitting
1: in, <laughs> in the. Actually, woods. we. Uh, it, when we tr- when we're driving, all of the dogs are in crates because it's not it's yep. not really safe to have them loose. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. Um, but when we do stop, uh, it, it does look like the dog clown car. It, <laughs> <you> know, uh,
3: <laughs> it's, it's,
0: oh, <laughs> there's our dog. That's exactly what I was just thinking. Then I was thinking, it's like, oh, hang on, where's? That's what I was thinking. Like the, the, the dog equivalent of a clown car where. You know, just dog after dog after dog yeah. after dog piles out of this thing and people just end up going, how many
1: dogs are in there? Yes, we've been asked that several times. Wow,
0: goodness <laughs> <mate>. goodness <laughs> me. So is that you driving all over the country or are you mainly on the East Coast? I mean, where what are we?
1: We uh, we have driven, I mean, we do primarily the East Coast, but we have driven as far as Colorado and uh, Arizona. Wow. Um. Uh, We went to Oklahoma City for the Stafford uh, National earlier this year. Uh, So we we have taken some longer trips, but mostly we do, you know, the East Coast. Yeah.
0: And I guess it's different there because the RV thing, I mean, we we do caravanning and things like that, but from what I can tell you guys, it's, it's much more ingrained in your travel habits. So there's places that are equipped to deal with RVs and there's RV parks and there's you know, lots more opportunities to stay places, isn't there?
1: Well, um, honestly, we uh, don't stay at campgrounds very often at all. Mm-hmm. Um, we, we stay at, you know, dog show venues mm-hmm. or, you know, we stay, <laughs> honestly, we stay at Cracker Barrels or Walmarts. <laughs> oh, um, really? Pretty often, yes. Yeah.
2: yeah. Actually, we were talking about that last week too,
0: yeah,
3: weren't
2: so. we? We're
0: just yeah. talking, mm. just piling out and having dinner at a at a Cracker Barrel and then yeah, getting back into the thing.
2: Cool, meeting ah. up with
4: everybody. It's lovely.
0: Sounds cool. Sounds like fun. Yeah. All right, all right. So we've got we've got some questions.
2: Okay. Uh, can... Um, how did you get into the world of dog shows, Dean? Well.
1: I have always, always, always wanted to show dogs, um, but I could not until I got later in life. I couldn't right. afford it. God. Right. Um, um. So originally, many years ago, uh, I I don't like to think about how many years ago it was, but it was a, <laughs> a previous life with a previous wife.
2: Oh, Adams had that.
1: Yeah. We don't, we can, so yeah, talk, about we don't talk about that We don't talk about that <laughs> thing. Yeah. I know. But uh I had border terriers.
3: Okay. Ah.
1: Uh and my very first show dog was a border terrier. Okay. Um I and I still absolutely love the breed. Uh if I had room, I would have one. Yeah. Mm. But you know, obviously we don't we don't have a lot of room. <laughs> 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 but um yeah, that was uh Many many years ago, uh, and then I lost my dogs uh, through the divorce. And when I was doing research, I had seen the Staffords before. Uh, and well, I've always I like all the terriers, mm. um, but I really like the Bull breeds. Um, and I was doing my research and actually went to a bunch of shows and connected with a. A couple of breeders that you know, I, I actually still respect a couple of them. Um, so I decided I wanted a Stafford, All right. hmm. and I was incredibly lucky. Uh, one of the people that I connected with was Damon Fulmer. Um He's a breeder in Alabama, mm-hmm. and, and is still very active. He's a you know Stafford judge, uh, and he arranged for me to. Have the first pick out of a litter that was sired by his uh, great boy Solo many many years ago. Mm -hmm. Uh, I drove up and was able to have the opportunity to sit down with this litter and you know play with all of them. Mm -hmm. And I got I got to pick the the dog that I wanted, and I, I picked the male who ended up being Rocky, was my old. My my first Stafford. Right. I was incredibly lucky.
2: He was uh, pretty good
1: because he. Oh God, he was great. <laughs> <laughs> um, and I actually I still have his uh, semen frozen. Oh I am hoping to. I'm hoping to have Rocky puppies um, sometime in the near future.
3: Oh
2: wow! Wouldn't that be amazing? So is Rocky so, Rocky? How is he still with you or is he?
1: Oh no no he's on. been gone many yeah know, he's been gone many many years. Um but like I said I was incredibly fortunate. He he was a great show dog, group, group placing, group winning, um and sired some some great pups for me. Yeah. And I hope like I said, I hope we'll we'll continue to sire some. Mm. In the
2: future Isn't it amazing, modern technology? Yeah
1: Oh, I know Yeah, it's
0: <laughs> wonderful Yeah It's almost, it's almost like a, a ghost dog, isn't it? Like, like you know what I mean? <laughs> <A> ghost <laughs> dog? Like, like, like siring puppies from beyond the grave <laughs> Like it just... It, it, yeah I, I,
2: Sounds it, like a movie
0: Well, there is a movie called Ghost Dog But it's got nothing to do with dogs <laughs> um, it, um, So, we was were you just was it done luck with like did you know what you were looking for or did you just go i like that dog and it just happened that he was a good dog um because you said I you had, got lucky
1: <laughs> oh I, I absolutely did get lucky absolutely yeah. um I, I think you know I've, I've known i've i've had dogs forever yeah um and you know I, i've studied dog shows for for a long long time okay um I was reasonably lucky with the border terriers
3: mm-hmm.
1: um, so when I was doing my re- research i I knew kind of what I was looking for mm-hmm. but I still counted as a lot of luck yeah mm-hmm. uh, it was a, it was a litter of ten so I picked him out of that litter wow. uh, yeah. there were there were two out of that litter that finished their championship uh, and of course the one that I picked was the only one that uh, that went on to, you know, really produce well.
3: Mm-hmm.
2: So did your um, did your prefix come out of come out of Rocky time? Actually,
1: or? no, no, no. Um, right about the time that I, I got him, uh, actually met my wife. Right, and she has Bernese Mountain Dogs. She's been in Bernese uh, actually a little bit longer than I've been in Staffords. Um, oh. I think she's. I think she's been in Bernie's Mount Dogs for twenty eight years. Uh-huh. Some, something in that range. Um, and when we got together, you know, she was not going to give up her dogs, and I was not going to give up mine. Obviously. Mm. Yeah. Uh, so we kind of merged. So we we have a blended household.
2: <laughs> it sounds like it.
1: <laughs> yeah, and when we. Uh, her original uh, kennel name was Thornbrook because of where she her house was. Uh, and I really didn't have one at, at that time.
3: Mm-hmm.
1: Uh, and she's actually the one that came up with our name Pawgate, which is P-A-W-G-A-T-E. Um,
3: right.
1: So it was basically a, we didn't want anything that was specific to one particular breed because we had two breeds.
2: yes. Mm-hmm.
1: So that's where she came up with that name, Pawgate, and I I liked it. Yeah. So that's what we've gone with for quite a while now.
2: That's good.
0: I just—I was looking at Bernese Mountain Dogs. Like they're massive. The 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 dogs get up to seventy kilos or one hundred and fifty pounds.
1: Well, actually, her boy that's laying beside me right now, (laughs) her. The the big one is that she's showing right at the moment. He's a he is five years old and he weighs a hundred and almost one hundred and thirty pounds.
2: What's that in kilos? So,
1: Sixty kilos, roughly. Oh
2: wow!
1: Right. Oh, um, My goodness. So yeah, they're they're pretty good size. The bitches are not quite as big. Uh, the bitch that's in the crate back there, she's about ninety pounds. Mm-hmm. Um. So Much bigger than the Stafford stuff yeah.
3: <laughs>
0: yeah. Who's, who, who's, who are the bosses though Are the Staffords the bosses or the Bernays
1: Oh absolutely the Stafford <laughs> Actually Believe it or not the boss of the whole Place Is a 14 and a half year old Blind <laughs> oh. And deaf Daughter yeah. of Rocky Wow, she is. She still rules the roost.
2: Wow. <laughs> Good on her.
1: She, she, oh yeah, absolutely. She's the ornery old bitch, <laughs> and no, nobody will mess with her.
2: <laughs> oh, they all know their place.
0: Uh, <clears throat> sounds like sounds like a human family. <laughs> We've yeah. all got an ordinary old, ordinary bitch, somebody, don't we? <laughs> <laughs> yeah.
2: And it's not me. No, I love her.
1: I, I love her to death. I really do. Yeah. She's, she She. Um, she originally was very deep red. Right. Now she. Now she's almost white. She's almost gray all over. Oh wow.
2: Ah.
0: Yeah. Well, we saw an, an older red a little while back. Well, Sparky was about twelve, mm. and he just had that sort of distinguished gray in his beard, kind of thing, mm. and his snout and his muzzle.
2: So they get yeah, gray like we do
1: Yeah most of them You know they gray up in the face and the muzzle And, and yeah. you know in that area mm. uh, Topaz is actually Grayed up all over
2: Wow, wow. Topaz I love that name too
1: wow.
0: I, love, I love Yeah I, actually I love the names that you guys come up with That's fantastic um, So Rocky was your first Champion
1: Yes first okay. Stafford champion okay. Yes
0: Cool what in terms of what came? what rocky produced what was the what was the best that rocky produced in terms of uh, know, other dogs or bitches
1: well he produced um, ranger who is over in the crate still he's 13 and a half right um, he is a grand champion wait a minute yeah he's a bronze grand champion and group he won a group and placed multiple times. Wonderful. And then Rocky also produced Topaz, who is up there. Um, and then he produced uh, three other champions that we don't have. They're in you know other locations. Um, and then Rocky's grandson, who we have still, is ten. He was multiple group winning, group placing. Um, Let's see. He won the owner-handled group, or owner-handled breed uh, at uh, Orlando at the National Championship. uh, What, four years ago, five years ago? Mm -hmm. And took third in the bred by group there. So, yeah, he was he was quite a show dog.
2: Wow! So Rocky's bred a, a, a family of champions.
1: Oh yes, yeah. oh yeah, that's what we've built on uh, for quite a while. Mm. Just like the just like the movie Rocky. <laughs> <coughs>
0: you, you come from a boxing family, Rocky the movie.
2: Yes, I know Rocky, oh, but come what's come that come got to, to do with I dogs? Know. I don't know.
0: <laughs> They're both named Rocky.
2: Oh, is that oh jeez. <laughs> well,
0: a... Unless Dean named him after the Rocky Mountains in Colorado, I'm assuming
1: it's got something to do with the so how did movie. Rocky
2: get his name, Dean?
1: <laughs> uh actually the, the guy who bred Rocky his name was uh Bob Haynes.
2: Yeah. Yep.
1: Um and he originally called called the puppy Drago, which if you if yep. you know about the <clears throat> the movie rocky that was the russian
0: rocky 4 i must break you
2: okay so it is to do with rocky yes. then okay
1: yeah <laughs> so he he called him drago which obviously i, I mean i couldn't i couldn't stay with that
3: <laughs> yeah <laughs>
1: so i went with the you know the 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 americanized you know the rocky version yeah. uh-huh. it, it turned out well See, I was right. Dee. <laughs> <I'm, I'm, laughs> yeah?
2: I'm, He's been going, what's that got I'm to do with?
0: Vindicated. Yeah, thank you, Dee.
2: <laughs> next question, please. <laughs> so I,
0: well, I'm, I'm going to ask it slightly out of order. I'm going to ask the, the next question in a minute. But when you first started showing dogs, what was, what was your impression of your first dog show? Were you overwhelmed, or you, you'd been to a few in the lead up? So did you know what was coming, or were you a bit like, a deer in the headlights, so to speak.
1: Oh, absolutely! I was a deer in the headlights. I had no clue what the hell I was doing. <laughs> <laughs> the first, the first dog show I went to, uh, I was showing a, a border terrier bitch many, many years ago. Um, I didn't even know how to enter the show.
4: Which wow. show was
1: it? Uh, it was um, honestly, I don't even remember. Um, actually. Uh, the breeder of the border terrier that I had helped me do the entry, and she just told me, "Hey, go out and you know show the dog." I had I had no clue what I was doing, mm. um, and unfortunately, that that girl she was she was absolutely a beautiful bitch. She was. Gorgeous I, I mean she really was She was a beautiful bitch But she hated the show ring Oh Absolutely Absolutely hated it Yeah so, so I never had any success with her at all <laughs> do we, uh, what, what would she what,
0: we, we were, We've seen a few shows now and We've sort of noticed dogs What would she do What would she do to sort of Just not move Oh not she walk? would just
1: Oh no she would just melt Oh when we were at, when we were at home, you know, she would prance around the yard, yep. look, you know, ears up. She would just look fantastic,
2: yeah. <laughs> do everything perfectly. Oh, absolutely!
1: <laughs> I'd, I'd get her to the show ring. She was like a wet dish rack, <laughs>
2: <laughs> flopping around,
1: <laughs> just just horrible. Mm. And I mean, I I tried, I tried, I tried to show her,
2: mm.
3: and
1: never. I mean, I think I got. I think I got like four or five points on her and that's it. Now her daughter actually was a pretty decent little show dog. Uh, I improved (laughs) a little bit, but those were, you know, those were my early starts. And like I said, I I barely knew what I was doing. (laughs) Did
0: I mean, One of the things that we, one of our things that we're trying to do here is help people get into dog shows and help, like Barb and I are not show people. We have not shown a dog. We don't have dogs to show. That's not who we are. But um, we're very much about, as a a group, trying to, so our, our role here is like, we don't know what we're talking about. We're asking the questions that the layperson would ask of show people. And one of the things that we really want to do is just share knowledge, share information, In those first shows, in those first shows you went to, who were the people? Like, were there were there people that took you under their wing? Were there people that said, "Well, Dean, this is how you enter a show. (laughs) This is what you do with your wet, wet rag (laughs) dog."
1: (laughs) Yeah, there there were actually several. uh, With the with the uh, border terriers, the breeder that I worked with, uh, that I got uh, um, the girl from, she helped quite a bit. And then I had a couple of handlers that, you know, basically said, "You know, you're 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 screwing it up. <laughs> you need to do you need to do this." And then when I got into the Staffords, even though I had a fantastic dog, um, he was he was just an awesome show dog. Hmm. I was at that time just barely learning, just barely knew what I was doing, and I had several handlers. Uh, again, pull me to the side and say, "You've got a great dog. You need to do better."
2: Mm-hmm. <laughs> mm. So it's you. So, it was you. <laughs>
1: oh,
4: absolutely! Uh, it, it was. It always it is. Absolutely, it's never the dog. Yeah, it's always mm. the
0: Well, is it? Is there like a? Is there like a tip that you got in those early days that really sticks out in your head, like the one that really kind of changed it a bit for you?
1: Uh, uh, I think the big thing is. To always remember that it's about the dog. It's not about you. Right. Um, And actually, my wife and I teach handling classes now. All right. um, For our local kennel club. Yeah. And that's that's one of the things I tell everybody. Remember, remember always. It's about the dog. Always. Mm. Look at my dog. Look at my dog. Look at my dog. Don't look at me. Look at my dog. Right.
3: Mm.
0: So the people The crowd for example Should walk away from the, the, the ring that day and go That was a fantastic dog Can't remember anything about the person that actually handled it Absolutely yeah
1: Yeah and actually When I'm judging I try to do that To so focus I on
2: the try- dog rather than the person
1: Absolutely ah. So and, 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 I can uh, remember No go on sorry I, you know I, I try to you know oh that was a, a beautiful that was a beautiful uh pie ball. yeah well who was handling it I have no clue I don't know
0: <laughs> could have been
1: Cindy Crawford we don't know <laughs> yeah I mean that's I, I try my best that's the approach that I take yep. mm.
0: yeah yeah I, I i also when you said that I also thought yeah people want to walk away going do the the judge was terrible but the dog was amazing or the or the judge was awesome (laughs) but the dog was terrible (laughs) um it's it's so how did you go so we've got the early dean who doesn't add in the shows and and doesn't how did you go from showing to judging how did that happen for you
1: um after I had been in Stafford's for a while, uh, I was involved with my local uh, Aubrey Kennel Club, yep. uh, and we had matches and um, you know various events. And I was always asked to you know, hey, you need to come judge the match and do this and do this. And I actually, found out I enjoyed judging. Right. Um, I enjoyed the process. Yeah. Uh, um, I. I always considered it a challenge to uh, to try and look at the dog and 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 try to prioritize um, you know the, the good attributes of, of any dog that comes in the ring
3: mm-hmm.
1: so and after judging a few matches I, I was like hey I, I kind of like this mm-hmm. uh, so I, I started to apply for, you know, my approval in the in AKC.
0: What do you look for in a good dog? Like what, when a dog comes into the ring, what are you noticing first?
1: The main thing is um, with Staffords, and because I'm, I'm approved to judge other breeds, but yep. it, we're talking specifically Staffords. Primarily it has to look like a Stafford, first of all. So it has to have it has to have tight. It has to look yeah. like a Stafford. Yeah. And people might think that's kind of a, a dumb thing to say, but no.
3: I've
1: actually I've actually sat ringside and mentored another judge and we were looking at a class that came in. And it was actually, I think it was a 12-18 class. And there were four in the class. Um, And there was one dog that came in. It moved like a dream. It was actually a gorgeous dog. Uh, Beautiful shoulders. You know, great balance, great angulation. Uh, When it moved, it had a wonderful, nice level top line. Uh, it moved around a ring like it owned the place. The problem was, it looked nothing like a Stafford.
3: Uh-huh.
1: It looked like, you know, it looked like somebody went and picked up something out of the pound.
3: Yeah. Oh,
2: poor thing.
1: So even though structurally it was a great dog, it was not a Stafford.
2: Yeah.
3: Mm-hmm.
1: So that's, first of all, that's what I look at. Is is it? It has to have, you know, those characteristics. That particular head shape. That you know, that identify it as a Stafford.
3: Yep. Yeah. Mhm.
0: I would. I wonder if someone. Yeah. How does someone not know? What do you mean? Do you not realize, know what? How do you not know that your dog doesn't look like it's supposed to look?
4: Because <laughs> that's what judges are for. Oh, okay. You don't need to be adjudicated yes, on. That's right. Yeah. they're to, they're supposed to teach you. Yeah, you know, and yeah. that's part of their role. And I think a lot of them forget that that yeah. they're there to be part of the education of the exhibitor.
3: Yeah, mm.
4: and sometimes they don't particularly like it. But if you're going to be and you know adjudicated on, you would like some feedback. Like in Europe, they give you the the, the immediate um, critique. Mm. But, you know, that's what you're going for, to find out their opinion and how you are relative to the rest of the dogs there and the breed standards.
2: That's right. Because if you yes. think about it, you love your dog. So you're going to look at your dog and think it's mm. amazing, mm. regardless of what it looks like. So that's how you would know, because you just you love your dog.
0: Well, like everyone thinks their kids are fantastic, but some kids just aren't.
2: Well, you know, well, saying-
3: and
1: That's one of the things. One of the things you say is, at the end of the day... You know, it's a dog show, but at the end of the day, everybody goes home with the best dog.
3: Yeah. Mm.
2: That's right.
1: Because, you know, the dogs are sitting beside you on the couch. That's the best dog.
2: Yeah. Because he's your mate. They yeah. love you as much right. as you love them. Or probably right. more, Absolutely. even. Mm.
4: Yeah, I've,
0: I've, I've got our little Maltese Shih Tzu cross sitting in my arms, even as we speak. <laughs> she, she's the best dog, even though she can be too barky. hmm
4: but it's the idea that you judge and you would hope that people would come up afterwards and ask you why you did what you did and you can say to them, well, you know, structurally beautiful, but mm. lacked whatever.
2: Mm. The hallmarks of well, what the doggies. Yeah, that's
0: right. Right. Is that the kind of judge you are, Dean? Is that the kind of, like, afterwards stopping someone and sort of saying, look... You've got a great dog, but you need to do this and this. Or you've got a great dog; you need to focus on that.
1: I I will if I'm asked. Okay. It's a protocol of each Bible show, right? Right in um, in the in the U.S. at specialties, they they ask for critiques. Yeah. But at at your standard all breed shows in the United States, we don't do critiques. Right. So, um, honestly, the AKC doesn't give us, give us time to do them. No. Um, we're very set on, you know, the schedule for the show and that kind of thing. So, um, they don't like us to take that extra time, Right. but if, if an exhibitor comes up afterwards and asks me, I will definitely say, you know, what I was thinking, what I was looking at.
2: Mm. Because you're wanting to help them to, you know, develop their oh, own skills. Yeah,
1: absolutely. Yeah, and and honestly, I want them to come back. Mm. Yeah,
4: with something better. Um, yeah, often.
3: Mm.
1: Right, and if it's if it's uh, I mean, because in in the end of the day, it is a dog show, so there is a bit of a, you know, um, the presentation skills. Yeah. Um, that that are involved. So if if that is part of the issue for that particular day, I'm, I may point that out.
3: Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm.
1: If it's something that the exhibitor can do to improve their chances, um, like not necessarily in Stafford's usually not a big problem in Stafford's, but in some other breeds it is. Mm-hmm. Um people don't trim their toenails no. and they get huge long toenails and it just throws off the feet and throws off the movement. Mm. So if that's the case, I will point out to them, Hey, yeah. you need to trim those toenails.
2: Yeah, that's right. <laughs>
1: Invested a pair of clippers. <laughs> yeah.
0: yeah. Mm. So I guess the advice is for people. So if someone's listening to this and they're saying, or what do we do? The judge may not always tell you what they think about your dog, but if you want, if you want to get better, if you want to know, take a minute afterwards and ask the
1: judge. Absolutely, yeah. absolutely, go yeah. up and ask them. Yeah,
4: hmm. it's but encouraged.
1: At, yeah. Yeah. at, uh, at U.S. shows, um, like I said, a lot of the judges are very. We're on a time schedule, so. Um, but at the end of a block, in other words, if, if if I'm judging, you know, 20 breeds in the morning, usually I'll have three or four breeds at one hour and then, you know, three or four breeds at another hour. Well, in between, usually there's a couple of minutes that are free. Yeah. Mm. Well, that's that's when you go up and ask the judge, hey, you know, what do you think? What did you do? Why do you think? Why, why did you do that? Yeah. Uh, but immediately after the breed if there's another breed behind you then you, the judge may not have time. Yeah. So, you know, you just have to be you have to be um honest about what when you can ask. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But absolutely ask. Absolutely. Yeah.
3: Mm.
4: That's what you pay the money for, the opinion in the advice really
1: yeah right mm. right you've paid you've paid your your entry fee. you deserve that you know that time and you deserve that mm. uh, observation the
2: feedback yeah
4: and judges are always happy to give it. Mm. And, it and
2: maybe
0: put your own ego aside a little bit in the sense of you know allow the the judge to actually critique mm. Constructive and, and, and don't get defensive, just go okay, cool. That's what I need to know, that's what I need to learn, that's how I need to do it differently.
3: Mm.
4: Yeah. Yeah. So, when Dean comes out to judge for us at the Stafford Sheep or Terror Society in on the 31st of August, he'll write a critique at the end of that. Yeah, we give them our judges a few a little while to write it and all the equipment to use to document it. Yeah, we're,
0: we're mm-hmm. going to get how exciting we going to see him do this in. Yeah, in real time. <laughs> yes. <laughs> no, I'm. I'm de- this is the thing. Even though we're not dog people, I love like I've. I love watching this stuff. <laughs> like, I really do. And I love. I, I, I stand there with Kim. We were at a show just a couple of weeks ago, and I'm I'm standing next to one of you know the world's foremost experts in this breed. I'm like just. Be smart enough to absorb that. <laughs> you know, like this okay, what do you what do you what do you see I'm seeing a nice looking dog. No, 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 it's got this and this and this. Oh, okay. <laughs> right. That's incredible. Who were your um who were your so let's talk a bit bit more about those early influences. Who were your early influences? Who were your mentors? We talked about a couple of those breeders, but who were the people that you really sit back now and go, Man, if I hadn't have met that person I'm on a whole different path.
1: Um, again, I think uh, Damon Fulmer, yep. who was um, uh, one of my first uh, Stafford people that I met and, and uh, actually bonded with, and and I think we've, I mean, we've, I've known him for I don't know twenty five years, whatever. Yep. Uh, um, and then I have um, I. The Stafford community in the United States, the ones that are actually breeding and actually active, it's really not a huge community. So, I know almost everybody. Mm-hmm. Um, we have, we're very fortunate. We have, um, I think, about 10 uh, breeder judges uh, currently that are active breeder judges. Uh, and I'm good friends with almost all of them. Mm-hmm. Um, I think another person that was, and unfortunately, she's no longer with us, is Judy Daniels. I don't know if you are familiar with her. She was sure, am. active.
0: Kim's not in
4: the head. When <laughs> <laughs> I lived over uh, in know, the state she used to look after me. She was my great friend.
1: Wow. Mm. Right, um, and I've I've done. You know, mentoring with her, not only for Staffords, but also for several other breeds. Uh, And then uh, another good friend is Ann Letus, who is, uh, she's still, she's she's still kicking. (laughs) (laughs) Um, And she still has a Stafford, Um, but uh, actually had dinner or lunch with her. Uh, just took another, uh, about a month ago when I went up for the uh, AKC delegates meeting. Yep. She's a great advocate so, for the
4: breed. She really looks after
1: it over there, doesn't she? Oh, she's been uh, hugely effective in, especially in the United States in legislative actions.
3: Hmm.
1: Um, you know, dog-specific dog legislation, which you know we have a problem with in, in a lot of different states. Hmm. Um, so yeah, she's been a huge asset. Hmm. Well, it
2: she
4: works. In, well, she used to work in a legal firm, so
2: oh, oh, so she knows. Yeah, from all angles. Yeah,
4: yeah.
1: She, she worked in a huge uh, legal firm in New York City for many, many years.
3: <laughs> <laughs> wow.
2: Okay. So, what would you say, Dean? What would you say is your legacy to the dog sh- dog show world? that's a tough one.
1: Um, I, um, I have served on, let's see. <laughs> and, and my Aubrey club, I've been board member, treasurer, president, treasurer, AKC delegate for 20 some years. Wow. Um, I've been. I am vice president of the Carolina Terrier Association. Um, founding member of uh, the Piedmont Bernese Mountain Dog Club. Wow! Um,
2: and you're doing all uh, these we- things as a crossover, like at the same time, or is
1: Oh yeah, we're wow. still. Currently, my wife and I are members of the. Piedmont, I mean, the uh, uh, Bernese Mountain Dog Club of America, the Staffordshire Bull Terrier Club of America, the Piedmont Bernese Mountain Dog Club, the Carolina Terrier Association. Um, what else? I can't keep track of <laughs> Aren't you the delegate to the
4: American Kennel Club?
1: I am. Yes, I am a delegate to the American Kennel Club. And actually, my wife is, too.
2: Wow.
4: Can you explain what
1: that is? Oh, sure. So the American Kennel Club is actually an association. It's a club of clubs. Mm
3: -hmm. Mm -hmm. So
1: each member club that's a member of the American Kennel Club has a delegate. So my Aubrey Club, which is the uh, Piedmont Kennel Club in Charlotte, North Carolina, Carolina mm-hmm. I'm the delegate for the Piedmont Kennel Club
3: mm-hmm. my wife
1: is the delegate for the Staffordshire Bull Terrier Club of America okay um so we attend the meetings quarterly for the uh, the AKC um and we vote on any kind of rule changes we vote for the um, board of directors um and, you know, we kind of lobby for changes that we would like to see. Um,
3: hmm.
1: So there are, let's see. I think there are in the neighborhood of 650 member clubs. Yep. So there's like 600, 650 delegates. Um, the ones that actually show up at the meetings it's between two hundred fifty and three hundred oh, usually wow. at a meeting.
2: That's a huge um, meeting,
1: and that that's quarterly. Um, most of the time, it's in Newark, New Jersey, which I hate. Newark, but
3: mm-hmm.
1: the uh, the fourth meeting is in Orlando at the national championship show. Well, that's just down the road for you, isn't it? That's not too far away. Um, Orlando for us is. Uh, about eight hours yeah. driving right. time.
2: Right. Yeah,
1: no, not fine. So
2: all of that must be, that's a full-time job for you.
1: Actually, I still work full-time. I was
2: going to say, <laughs> do you have, oh, are you working on top of all of this? Are you, yeah, you're very busy.
1: <laughs> um, I still work um, as a project manager, although I hope to retire in another two years. Right. Right. So you're like
0: Kim. You don't sleep.
2: <laughs> I
1: well, it's uh, let, let me see what time is this. It's eleven thirty. Oh, it's almost it's almost midnight here. Oh, is it? Oh,
0: goodness. Yeah. Wow. Yeah, 10, eleven eleven forty nine would be my guess. <laughs> Just yeah, off the top of my head. Well, <clears throat> we should. Um, we should. Yeah, we'll wrap it. We're gonna, we we we'll wrap it up. We've got to. Maybe well, he's not. got
2: to get to bed. It's nearly midnight for Dean. Really? Yeah, exactly right. Got to get his beauty sleep. <laughs> no, he's got to get his I'm, beauty I'm good. sleep.
1: That's all right. <laughs> I, don't, I don't show in the morning until eleven a.m. So we're good. Gonna- oh
0: right, oh, he gets a bit of a sleep in. That's all right. <laughs> so you are going to come and judge here. What are some of the differences between maybe how you would judge in in the states versus how you would judge in Australia? Uh, we haven't given him the process yet. Oh, you haven't given him. Oh.
2: oh. <laughs> He doesn't know then. Hang
0: on, unless you know I, already. I, I'm going to guess top I, of the list would be must look like a Stafford. <laughs> <laughs> I,
1: I don't know. I don't know the specifics of your classes. I, I need to. I need to study that. Yeah,
3: we'll but be it it's in still. A team.
1: Yeah, it's still you, and I segment when I'm when I'm judging. The only thing I worry about is the dogs that are in the class in the ring at that time,
3: Hmm.
1: because that's, that's all that counts. Yeah. So it, it doesn't matter what the class is, if it's the six to nine puppy class or if it's the champion class. Yeah. So you have the dogs come in and you evaluate them in that class and don't worry about anything else. Yeah.
4: So, what we so, do when we get an overseas judge is we send them the, our processes and our rules and regulations so that they don't get into any strife. Yep. And, like, under six months, they can't go in the challenge here. Okay, their structure is a bit different in America how they do it. Yep. But when we bring somebody into the country that's not been here before, we make sure they've got all the information. And if they're stuck at all, they just need to ask the steward. Yep. Um, and the steward's well versed in. How
1: it's supposed to run. Right. That's a good thing.
4: Yeah. Yeah, we got great stewards. Yeah. Yeah. We've got iPads yeah, and I, everything now. We're very sophisticated.
1: <laughs> yeah. Actually, a good steward is is a huge asset.
2: Yeah. Mm. So, have you been here before, Dean, or is this your first time judging over here? I have here?
1: Never, never been to Australia. Oh, wow. Uh, mm. I've been to, I, I went to Hong Kong. Many years ago, uh, for my profession. Yeah. But I am actually really excited about the trip. Yes. Really, really looking forward.
2: Are you worried about our spiders?
1: (laughs) Um,
2: (laughs) I (laughs) I, I don't think because that's (laughs) what I I
3: don't (laughs) (laughs) Spiders in America? (laughs) I've seen
2: it on TikTok how lots of people from America are worried about our spiders and they think everything's going to kill them. They need
4: not to worry about them. They're fine.
2: You'll be fine.
1: (laughs) Well, I, I, you know, they they say that there's all kinds of animals in Australia that will will kill you, but uh, I'm thinking that there's quite a few people that live in Australia, and they're not getting killed every day. That's right.
2: I I I should be okay. You'll be good. And besides, you... (laughs)
0: No, we because we just we just we just feed the tourists to those animals.
4: No, we <laughs> bad judges. We bad judges, bad judges, bad judges.
2: i keep saying bad judges. <laughs> so, well, I hope you really enjoy it when you come mm. over. Then, are you staying for a long time, or are you going to have an opportunity to look around, or
1: not? Not a lot of time. Oh, I, okay. I, I, I wish that I could stay longer, mm. Uh, mm. but. You know the finances will not allow it. Yes,
4: <laughs> oh, well, don't we, we know some, that? We've got some things organised to see the, you know, the main points of the, Sydney the, the, and, the bridge,
0: the upper House, all that sort of stuff. Oh, oh good. You know, the
4: mountains, all that. Oh, kind that's of great. Stuff. Oh, yeah, cool. Yeah. So the thing is, is that um, you can't, you won't be leaving without seeing the icons. Yeah. Um, <laughs> but yeah, it's um, it should be fun, um, yeah. and you'll join the names of some illustrious Americans that have come to judge for us. We are the foundation club of the country. Mm. So Mm. we've had Judy a couple of times. Judy Daniels, who's now passed. Mm -hmm. Uh, We've had Judy Heller. Mm -hmm. Kimberly Washington. And uh, that's the ones that come to mind. I don't think there's anybody else. So you'll join that list of illustrious Americans. And you'll be joining John Ryder, who's um, a bit of an icon in the UK anyway.
0: Yep. Former friend friend of the show, John Ryder, as they like to say. Yep. Yep, we've had John before. Before we let Dean go... He may have already said it and if you have that's cool reiterate it but what would be your number one tip for someone looking to get into they think they've got a good dog they want to get into shows apart from actually knowing how to enter a show what would be your number one tip for a new person in a show or maybe a couple if you've got a couple
1: Uh, a couple yes absolutely read the breed standard okay good idea yep excellent um, that would be first, and then take a couple of classes on handling. And remember, um, is the biggest thing is is just a dog show. Don't mm-hmm. you know? Have fun with the dog, and make sure the dog has fun.
2: Yeah. Yes.
1: Because it's it, you know at the end of the day it, it's. It's about you and your dog and, ha- and having a good time with your dog. If you win, it's great. You know, yeah, it's more fun to win. Absolutely. Yeah. But at the end of the day, it's still you and your dog having a good time together. That's right. Yeah, there's a, I
0: love, there's a, a saying I heard ages ago, which was, is it fun because you win or do you win because it's fun? Absolutely. And, and if yeah. you're having a good time and you're enjoying yourself and, and you're performing at your best, then you probably probably stand a reasonable – a better chance of winning at least.
1: Yes. Yeah. Mm. Absolutely. And, I mean, honestly, I've been in the ring plenty of times, and if my dog loses to a worthy dog, I'm fine with that. Yeah. Mm. You know, if, if a, another really good dog – for that particular day, for that particular judge, um, you know, the judge on that day says, "Well, that dog has this or this or this," you know, is a little bit better. That's good.
3: Yeah. Mm.
2: Yeah. So you're not a sore loser. It's better not to be no. a sore loser. It's got to well, a good dog. gracious.
0: It's like any sporting endeavor. When you when a really good team beats your team, you go, "Man, that was just a really good team." And if it's a really good dog, it's
1: just a really good dog. Mm. Yes. And you can say, hey, that was a good dog. I don't mind, you know, I don't mind that that dog won. Yeah. Yeah. Mm. Yep. The
4: sportsmanship in America is pretty good,
1: though, isn't it, Dan? For the most part, yes, it is. Mm. Uh, And like I said, the Stafford community in the United States is reasonably small uh, and... I, I'm actually very pleased. Um, most of the Staffords in the United States are, are owner handled, so they're shown by their owners. They're not mm. shown by professional professional handlers. Yeah. Um, unlike a lot of breeds in the United States, you know, some of the breeds are almost totally shown by professional handlers.
2: Yeah. Right.
1: Um. So, you know, Staffords are one of the breeds that. Um, are are primarily shown by owner handlers so you know we kind of know each other
2: Mm. sounds like it's a tight-knit community in the suffords over there a
1: a lot of it is yes and and um a lot of the shows are fun Mm. you know that's that's part of the you know we enjoy going to the shows because we we actually party with the people that we go to shows. Yeah, with.
3: yeah. <laughs>
1: yeah we, we've right.
0: we've we've talked about that a few times. The social element, you know, people bringing wine and and you know having food out and you know. Oh, of, absolutely. Yeah, cheese and crackers and things like that. Like you know, it, are you at a dog show or are you at a barbecue. <laughs>
2: <laughs> but if it's hey, it's obvious. Do- sorry.
1: I was going to say you can do both.
2: You, know, you, can, you can you can dog
1: show and still have happy hour, right? That's,
2: yeah, that's right. <laughs> but that's the thing. I mean, it's obviously it takes up a lot of your time. The dog show, dog showing, and um, you know you got to enjoy it as you go. Yeah. If it's something that you you know you're very passionate about and you want to make it, you know, you part of your life, you want to enjoy it as well. well.
0: I think we're going to rename Dean's RV the Party Bus. <laughs> <laughs> yeah but We may even name that the episode, the name of this episode might even be Happy Hour. <laughs> yes, <laughs> <Farewell>. That's <laughs> it.
2: Oh,
0: oh, well, funny. I think on that cheery note, we might. It's nearly midnight. We might let him go to bed. Yeah. Yeah. Thank you, sir, and we're going to see you in a in a few weeks. So I look.
1: Forward I'm to- actually very much looking forward to it. Yes, and, and- we hope
2: the weather's good for you too.
1: Uh, it should be right. I mean yeah. it's, it's coming into, spring, into spring.
2: Yeah, coming in spring. Yeah, it should be good. Excellent.
1: That's good to be a change from here. It's it was uh 93 today. What's that? Oh. Uh like uh, 40 degrees. Yeah.
2: Oh, hot, hot. hot
1: oh, jeez. Hot. Yeah. Yes, yeah, no. very hot. Almost yeah, almost 40 degrees. Wow. Yeah.
2: No, that's so, not fun. And
1: and very very humid. Mm.
2: Yep, so you feel like you can't breathe. Oh, yes. (laughs) Won't be that here. No, you'll be fine.
4: August is our windy time, so let's hope that um, it's not too windy then, but spring Mm. fair weekends usually good.
2: A nice, yeah, Yeah. nice sunny time. Good. All right, thank you, sir. All right, well, thank thank you you very
1: much. See you soon, mate. yeah, we'll talk to you in a, in a few weeks.
2: Yes, look forward to it.